Why does my brain feel like it's melting? (laughs) Help! I've been joking for a really long time about the fact that I'm having a quarter-life crisis, and I think that the joke is kind of over. (laughs) The slow unraveling begins. But I'm starting to wonder if it's a completely normal experience. Tell us more. Welcome back. You're listening to Giving You Everything. Cheers. And we're here just to hang out, just you and me, talking about how our lives are falling apart. Just kidding. We're not going to put that out into the universe. I watch a lot of YouTube, as you know. It is like literally my only window to the world. I know I've referenced this before, but you know, like in Beauty and the Beast, the Disney animated classic, I'm sensing some unhealthy alignment with this beast character. But in that movie, the beast has a magical mirror where he can, like, basically spy on people in the outside world. I don't want to paint him in that light, but he basically uses it to see the outside world. That is how I feel about YouTube. Did I call it? Or did I call it? It is how I know what happens in the outside world, or how I think I know what happens. But I've stumbled across a lot of different things over the last month, and things that really struck a chord with me, I guess you could say. I'll dig into the videos, but I've just kind of been thinking about, like, burnout and quarter-life crises, like, really uplifting stuff, obviously. Is this a cry for help, or is this what they call life? But basically, I've spent a lot of time watching YouTube, surprise, surprise, and then as a result, also reflecting on my experience. I just feel like I've reached a point in my life where I'm young, okay? Don't get me wrong, I'm very young. But everyone I'm watching on the internet seems like leaps and bounds younger than me, which is um, causing me to rest of the emotional variety. But like, let me give you an example. So I won't name names, but I've watched a few different vlogs and videos from a couple of YouTube influencers. They all happen to be in their early to mid 20s. And as a result, all have this mindset and this attitude that they're constantly discovering the tea and like you're so welcome that they're sharing all these secrets with you because they have life figured out because they're adults and this is like not shade to anybody who's young and like living a vibrant and lucrative life on the internet but i just want to say that this also seems to lend itself to subtle reads of millennials which i happen to be one and i'm really struggling with the realization that millennials are aging out We used to be so accustomed to being the youngest in the room and then therefore also being the ones like telling everybody off. And let me clarify, I'm I'm never one to tell people off, but we thought we knew everything. No one told me the global representative for millennials would be here today. But now I feel like I'm on the other end of that whole situation and it is, it's not fun. (laughs) 
Maybe this is what they mean when they say karma will get you. There was one video I watched where the YouTuber opened by kind of like examining her appearance in her viewfinder and she was like trying to get a good look. And then she took her hands and was like brushing her bangs out of her face and kind of like judging her hair. And she was just like, wow. We look like we are going through it. Like we, we just, just turned 29. <laughs> And I was like, um, excuse me? Some, Some of us watching are 29. It apparently didn't stop there. And she was like, we look a little rough. <laughs> I was like, I don't appreciate this. The disrespect. If you think that you're exempt from this little thing we call life, you don't know what's coming. You have another surprise waiting for you just around the corner. I was watching this other YouTuber who's within a similar demographic. I think she's a little bit on the younger side, but she was talking the audience through her style revamp, and she was wearing these glasses. Paris Hilton used to wear them a lot back in the day, and this YouTuber was, like, talking up these glasses, and she was like, Oh my gosh, they're so cute, these vintage sunglasses. <laughs> I like almost threw up in my mouth. Those sunglasses were hot when I was 12. I just, I don't know what to do with that. I guess like now I know how old people feel and like in a real way. Not the most sympathetic response. people in the world are causing me stress. Someone needs a vacation from YouTube. And what really brought this about? With this being your quote unquote crisis? Was an analysis of Disney or Pixar movies. I watched this one about Soul. Soul came out in 2020. It's about a man who's a music teacher who finally gets the gig of his lifetime only to fall into a manhole. What she's trying to say is that he dies unexpectedly. Then he goes on this crazy journey where his soul is making its way through the process of what happens after you live life on this earth. The cast is super star-studded. Um, it's got Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey and John Baptiste wrote all the music, which I love. The point is, is that like one of the main topics in the movie is finding your purpose in life. And the idea that having a life purpose is a trap. The point that the video is trying to make is that a lot of us spend a lot of our time and energy in our very short lives thinking we need to first find something that we're passionate about and then spend all of our time like identifying goals and steps to reach an achievement within that realm and our passion. And so for the main character of Soul, Joe Gardner, that was music and that was being a professional musician and he was teaching music to kids in schools, but you know, he did all of this work, dedicated all of his time to it and in the end he... Spoiler alert! guess you'll have to watch the movie. So for a long time, I thought I wanted to be an artist. I, at one point, I thought I wanted to be a fashion designer for a really long time. I wanted to work for a fashion magazine. And you know what? I ended up doing zero of those things. 
she walks a lonely road. Now I've been working in a job for over six years. I just feel like I've come to this point where like this whole idea of life purpose really, I'm starting to question it. That's what I'm getting at. I think I didn't know enough to know like what my path was going to be or could look like. And now here we are on the boulevard of broken dreams. I think the problem was that I kind of reached a point where I had to make a decision about what I wanted. I had worked in a couple of different places like related to art and I was like, whoa, being an artist is hard. <laughs> But I think I just had like one little taste and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. I think the other part of it was that I don't want to be in a position where like I am just a mediocre artist for the rest of my life. I want to do something that I'm good at and that I enjoy. The stakes were so oh, oh, oh high. So around that time, I was like, well, if I can't be the best at art, I'm just not going to do it which is kind of stupid. I should have like gone in the other direction. Like if I were any smart, the positive choice would have been like, if I don't want to be a mediocre artist the rest of my life, I need to like rev this up to a thousand, really put my all into being an artist and like see what new ways I can take this. As an artist could, would, and should. I did not do that. I think that brings me to my next point, which is that... Um, it's natural to like stop and kind of like question where you're at and why you're doing things when you've been doing them for a pretty significant chunk of time. This is an immature way of looking at the world, but I always kind of just think about life as a kid and how it's structured around school and then life after that and how it's just kind of like the Wild West. I think that's called a lack of imagination. When you're so used to being in an environment where people tell you like, this is the end goal, this is how you succeed and go do it, then you kind of feel like, okay, like this is this is what's done. But it doesn't take into account the fact that like dreams change and that people change. Maybe what you want now is different from what you wanted five years ago, or maybe what you wanted 10 years ago, or maybe that what you wanted 10 years ago is what you want now. Major plot twist. You know, I feel like people always joke like, oh, you're having a quarter life crisis. I think the joke part is not really a joke, but rather like judgment and shame that if you're technically a well-adjusted person, you wouldn't be having a crisis. But that's a lie. We all have breakdowns. We all have highs and we all have lows. So I'm accepting that. Came across this YouTube video I really kind of cemented this jumbled ball of thought that I had. I don't know if you've ever heard of this influencer. Well, she's a YouTuber. Her name's Lauren Elizabeth. She's one of those women in her early to mid-20s. And she's been on the internet since she was like 13. There's like a whole crew of them. They're like a generation 
creation that has essentially grown up on YouTube, but she, like many of her peers, had multiple hustles going on at one time. So she had her YouTube, which is kind of like her signature, I guess you could say it's what she's known for. But on top of that, she also had a podcast where she would interview guests. It's like every week she had a guest. One of the last episodes I listened to, she interviewed one of the founders of Summer Fridays. I almost said Sunday Riley. Different brand. That's no small thing. But she took a break from the internet and had some interesting things to say. She was kind of talking about how she had to spend some time away from work to really get to know herself again. Which I know it sounds like very hippy-dippy and emotional, but I think when you are so deep in a hustle culture, I can understand where that comes from and I really feel for her. Got lost in the work sauce. Especially since she's been working for so long. She was talking about how like she started with work and her relationship and then herself. And then when her relationship ended, it was just her work. And so she kind of just started to like slowly run herself into the ground. The other interesting thing that she pointed out was that she's been doing the same thing for 10 years. And you would naturally ask yourself after 10 years, why am I doing this? She shared how she'd been spending her free time being by herself and thinking like, what makes me happy? The eternal question. It's so easy to get caught up when you're you're so used to being in that pattern. It's almost like muscle memory. You go to it. You forget that you have the ability to change what your mind is focused on or how you want to look at things or how you want to think about things. I feel like very qualified to talk about this because I am a self-diagnosed workaholic. But I think that when you spend too much of your time at work, every day reinforces this unhealthy bond you have with the work because you feel like I'm really good at what I do and I'm I can push myself and every time I push myself I feel myself getting stronger and then you kind of hit this wave of like I'm so tired I'm just gonna push harder get past this bump and this is how I'll grow even more but you're so used to being involved emotionally and mentally with your work that you kind of forget what did I used to do just to laugh this is why we need boundaries. Oh, work is so important. I think it like adds all this value to your life. But work is just one aspect of you. That other half that work is not taking up, there's a million other things that make up that side of you. I think all of us had to spend some real quality time with ourselves, especially given 2020 and everything that came with that. And it's so easy to spend time running from ourselves and chasing things like goals and dreams without thinking about the fact that they change or whether or not they're really what we want or what makes us feel fulfilled or is it just because it's just something that we learned. things that like make you 
actually light up inside. Like, ugh, how do I say this without sounding corny? I don't think I can do it. But I think when you're numb and unhappy for a really long time, it's really difficult to remember like who this other side of you is and think like, when was the last time that I had a really good day? And what did I do on that day? Another one of life's big questions. So, I mean, this is probably not interesting or exciting, but some of those things that I do are like taking a drive in the car. I know, I'm like a little old lady. I like to drive in the car and I like to sing in the car. And then I also like to call my grandmother. (laughs) I think, you know, I've always been really obsessed with self-improvement and getting on these self-improvement kicks. I have spent a lot of time and energy like doing things without knowing if they actually will make me feel better. And it's not like because I'm taking a chance, I'm just I could have been doing something way better. I really want to break out of this mindset that advancing myself career wise is really what will make me a fulfilled human or even a better, kinder human in this world. Um, It's not those productivity videos are not going to make me that. (laughs) So I just wanted to share that and all the little things that give me lights. It's hard to hold on to sometimes, but I think it's important to try and find them, gather them together and build some momentum. That's kind of like my intention and my wish for next month, which is like May. Sometimes I feel like the past few months I've been kind of like bad about making goals. Used to be like making goals every first of the month, but I'm not really doing that so much anymore. And I just kind of like remember the goals and like get back to them by the middle of the month, which you know what? Like the start of the month is really an arbitrary date to start the goal but like we gotta start somewhere I guess so I hope that today's episode was relatable and I want to know if you have little things that you're doing to bring you joy or if you're thinking about like changing the entire direction of your life and how has that been for you do you feel like your dreams have changed have you also had a quarter-life crisis this right after she said not to joke about quarter-life crises. Don't worry, you're okay because it's totally not real and having a life purpose is a made-up idea. It was all a dream. Not to minimize your feelings. Thank you for hanging out with me today. If you had a good time, let me know. You can email me at givingyoupodcast at gmail.com or if you really love us, you can leave us a review and a rating and you can do that wherever you are tuned in from. Please do it. Please. (laughs) You won't regret it. There's only one way to find out if that's true. And until next week, let's cheers to doing small things that make us happy, finding dreams that mean something to us, and setting goals that will actually get us to where we want to go. Yeah, let's just hope for the best, you guys. I don't know. This was a kind of negative toast. I'll think of something better next week, I promise. But until then, goodbye.